Okay, we are in Sefer Yoel, Perek Beis, Pasuk Aleph, Tiku Shofar B'Tzion. And as we saw yesterday, as we began Sefer Yoel, with its just four prakim, there are two major themes in these four prakim. One is, of course, this plague of locusts. We're going to continue today that apparently this was a four-year plague of locusts that would be followed by three years of famine. Famine would be a natural outgrowth of the locusts because they destroy the entire food chain. But what happens here is that it is so great in its intensity, so great in its severity, that it dwarfs anything that went before it. And we said yesterday that how do you conform this, what we learn in the Torah, after the Makkah, the plague of Arbet, locusts in Mitzrayim, where we said this will never happen again. So the Mephorshim tell us it was different because there it was one species of locust. Here it is four consecutive species, each one worse than the other. So it makes it totally different. Ramban tells us that what they mean that it'll never happen again, it'll never happen in Mitzrayim, but that doesn't exclude Eretz Yisrael. So that's the first major theme. The second theme of Yoel, as we're going to see, is tshuva, the power of tshuva. And that will become obvious today, and it is such an intense belief of Yoel that Tshuva can accomplish almost anything that Mephoshima divided as to when he's issuing this call for Tshuva vis-a-vis the locusts. Has the locust plague started already? And what Yoel is saying is that it's not too late, even in the midst of the plague. Shuva can stop it dead in its tracks, as it were, or is it before the locust and it can be averted? Moreover, what we didn't say yesterday is so eloquent and beautiful, the um, phraseology of Yoel's Shuva. And we're going to come to it probably in the second part of the parrot. We may not get to it today. But it is the maftir that we read on Shabbos Chazon, the second half. We've already said we read the first half um, from Hosea, the last parrot. This will be the second half Ashkenazim read it. So we're going to see an integration of those two themes of Yoel, this plague of locusts, as well as the integration of Tshuva, how it can Ellie, do anything. Yes? Wouldn't Yoel, I, don't, I know we don't know exactly when Yoel was prophesying. Th- that is correct. But wouldn't it have to have been before the exiles, otherwise... Definitely. Right, otherwise it doesn't yeah. make sense because the Jews were not there. Right. Or, conversely, after the return from exile, at least the Babylonian no. exile. Definitely, definitely, yeah, the, before the exile. Moreover, and I'm glad you reminded me, our Barbanel's theory of this is 
the locusts are all metaphorical. This is prophesying the destruction of Bias Rishon, the destructive of Bias Shani. Malbin takes the opinion that, again, not only is it metaphorical, but the locusts represent the four different conquerors that put us into exile. So it's obviously before the exile, but the first species is Bavel, the second is Paras, the third is Yavon, Greece, the fourth is Rome, the most intense one. So with that, we begin. And Yoel says, Tiku shofar b'tzion b'hariu b'har kodshi yurgazim kodyoshrei ha'aretz kiba yom Hashem kikarov. In other words, now blow the shofar in Zion, in, in Israel, b'hariu b'har kodshi, blow it in my sacred house, which would of course indicate it's before the destruction. Yurgazim kodyoshrei ha'aretz, they will uh, tremble all the dwellers of the land, Kiboyom Hashem, the day of the Kaddish Baruch's uh, retribution, Kikarov, it is near. So Rashi, in fact, says, Tiku Bashovar, Lahashmiyom Shi Yashuru Bishuva, Beterem Hazos, that them do Shuva before this terrible prophecy of locusts occurs. The other Mephorshim, including our says, no, this is telling them even after it started. Tiku shofar batzion, when you blow the shofar, it can mean only one thing, danger, a threat is forming, and it is a very fearsome threat. As a matter of fact, we're gonna learn in Amos, Amos, the next Navi in Treosar, he has a very famous pasuk, Hayitaka shofar ba'ir v'ha'am lo yichradu. Can you blow the shofar in the city without the people being terror-stricken? It was synonymous with a terrible threat. Blow that shofar. V'ha'riyu v'ha'kachi in my sacred mountain, let them all tremble. Kivayom Hashem Kikoro, the day of Hashem is coming. And the Abarbanel says, when you see Kiyom Hashem, you're talking about Tishabov. You're talking about the destruction of both Bate Mikdash. Continues the Navi. Yom Choshech Afela. It is a day of darkness, and Afela is even a stronger kind of darkness. Um, one is the absence of light. Afela is the real heavy night. Yom Anan Ba'arafel, it repeats the metaphor of cloud, of intense darkness, Keshacha. It's the darkness that one had experiences before dawn. Parashal Haharim, and we're talking, if you follow the Pshat, we're talking about locusts. Parashal Haharim, they will break out on the mountains. Amra Ba'atsum, as if a nation great and mighty. There's never been anything like it. And afterwards, you're not going to see it again for generations, unlimited generations. This is a once in a more than a lifetime in history of the intensity of the locusts.
continues. Lefanov achla eish, it will consume as it goes forth like a fire. The acharov tzilahet lahava, and behind it is a flaming intensity. Kigan eden haaretz lefanov. When it starts, the land is like Gan Eden, verdant, fruitful, peaceful. When it's finished, lefavacharov midbar shmama, it is a Desolate wasteland. Nothing will survive. We got Plato, and that's what he says. We got Plato, Solo. There will not be a remnant, a Plato. So the um, Malmin says that what they're talking about here could be Gedalia Ben Achikam. Remember, Nebuchadnezzar appoints a um, military governor to self-administer. They were going to have autonomy after he conquers them. He doesn't want to exile them. He wants them there as a vassal state. He appoints Gedaliah ben Echikam, who is the victim of an assassination. Once Nebuchadnezzar sees that, he gets all of them into an exile. That's what they're talking about, according to the uh, Barbanel. There isn't a remnant. He likens the play to like horses, a stampede of horses. So great is the flow, the intensity. And they run like chariots. Their devastation will be total. Like the voice of chariots on top of the mountains, we know. Chariots don't go on top of mountains as a rule, but these locusts will. Your kadun kash. They will dance like a fire consuming straw, and that will be the noise they make. They will make a very recognizable sound. Ka'amatsum, again that metaphor of a mighty nation, eroch milchama, ready and prepared for war. Uh, in front of them, tremble nations. So intense is their power. Every face is blackened. It's a metaphor for terror, that they just strike terror into the entire nation. Uh, and that is what they are going to do. They will go like soldiers. Metaphorize them to mighty soldiers, men of war, they will scale walls, very interesting. They will march on a straight path, each one with his own task, as it were, they will not bump into each other. They will not stumble on each other. It's as if they have radar where they know just what they're doing. They're marching in ranks with a specific mission. No man standing before them can stop them. Again, each one on a sign path, marches as if on a straight path. And a shalach is a sword. And yes, 
if you're going to try and fight them with a sword, how successful do you think you're going to be slicing into the billions of locusts with a sword? Lip you below you, so yeah, they may fall by the way, but they're not going to split. They're not going to break. But ere your school, they will stride through the cities, Bahoma, Jerusalem, they will scale walls, Babatimyalu, they will go up into houses, they will come into the houses like a thief. The fun of Rodzaharis, before the earth will tremble, Rashi Shamayim, the heavens will uh Tremendous noise like thunder, Shemesh, Reach, Kadro, the sun, the moon will just withdraw, and the stars will again have no light and be withdrawn into darkness. So we see that is the terrible plot of locusts. We have shown again. Four species, one worse than the other. The, the Arbe, followed by the Gazaz, followed by the Kassil, uh, followed by the most destructive one. It is something man cannot stand. And yet, the Navi says it is not too late to avert it, notwithstanding that it may have started. And so, it's most appropriate that next week, before Tishba, we start the week with the other side of Yoel, the side of Nechama, the side of um, Shuva, with the very beautiful mafters I say we read on Shabbos Chazon, which is uh, between Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. 8.45 a.m. Monday morning. Be there. You won't want to miss it. Ad Khan.